And now, our feature presentation. I am also recording. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I'm your host, Ben, a.k.a. The Marvelous Iggy, and joining me is the man on the run in Mexico, Tyler! Hello, sir. Would you like to hear the word of our Lord and Savior, Dom Toretto? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you thought oh, I was going to say Lightning McQueen again, weren't you? No, but who wins in the race, Dom Toretto or Lightning McQueen? That is the true death battle we need to see. For sure. Oh, my God, actually... That would actually be legit. I'd watch that. Um, Dodge Roto versus Lightning McQueen. Okay, so now after a brief stop in Great Nippon, unfortunately we never go... As far as I know, we don't go back there again, at least in the, based on the titles. It is now time for the, I guess you could say, soft reboot of the series. Now, which is not the Fast and the Furious, just, just Fast and Furious. Um, so Soft is, reboot uh, in the loosest sense of the term because it kind of continues off from where Too Fast Too Furious leaves off, but right. it doesn't really continue from where Tokyo Drift does because that mm-hmm. takes place way further in the future. Right, um, e- exactly. Um, uh, yeah. So according to here, according to Wikipedia, it says it's, it's five years of the events of Fast. Uh, Fast and the Furious one, the Fast and the Furious, but and before Tokyo Drift. So there you go. Like, if there's any, and there, we'll say why why that's important later because a certain character died last time. If you didn't listen to the last episode, uh, so let's go ahead and talk about uh, this movie. So I was confused. I was expecting The Rock to show up, but he does not show up in this one. I think it's the next one that The Rock is in it, um, and. Uh, um, so I was wrong. I, it might not even be this one. It might be Fast Six. I don't know, but he's not in this one. So my disappointment was immeasurable, and I was let down. Um, Your day isn't okay. ruined yet. Not yet. Not yet. It might be. It, it might be, but I don't think it will be. Uh, did you? Do you remember when this movie was coming out in two thousand nine? Do because I, I feel like the Rock one I remember more than this one. Um, I do kind of recall the advertising for this movie back in two thousand nine, though. When it came to, like, speed stuff, um, I was heavily fixated on Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds, which is the superior racing series, in my opinion. So, <laughs> this wasn't even a blip on my radar at the point. And it's kind of disappointing, because this is kind of a solid movie. Yeah, um, and this is definitely, like, you know, a lot of people miss Dom, so this is definitely kind of getting the band back together. Letty's in this. Dom's in this, Brian's in this, even Mia's in this. Like they're all. If you look at the poster, it's all them. The only one who's not back are like you know, um, um, are some of the like the obscure characters from the first one. Uh, and no Tyrese, yeah, but we know Tyrese shows up later based on clips I've seen. But this is definitely sort of like bringing back those characters that everybody remembers from the first movie. You could so, say it's um, a family reunion. He doesn't. There's. There's no. I don't. I don't remember hearing family in this movie. I could be wrong, but yeah, I caught it twice. Things. Caught it twice. Okay. Um, okay. So let's go ahead and break it down before we break it down. This was directed by Justin Lin. Uh, again, this is his second time directing, directing Fast and Furious. Written by Chris Morgan, of course, based on characters by Carrie Scott Thompson. Uh, this was released March twelfth, two thousand nine, uh, and released or it was released in. Uh, oh wow! Today we're recording. On its release date, on its anniversary. That's hilarious. Um, that is that is really funny. April 3rd, 2009, with a runtime of 107 minutes, it had a budget of $85 million and a box office 
of three hundred and sixty million dollars. And just God, to compare, uh, just to compare, um, I'm gonna look up Tokyo Drifts real quick. I have it right here. Tokyo Drift only made one hundred fifty nine million off of eighty five million dollar budget. Um, and then Too Fast, Too Furious, I believe, had uh, two hundred thirty six million. So definitely a, a, a huge jump up from the last movie. Um, and our starring roles is is this. Uh, Vin Diesel returns as Dominic Toretto. Paul Walker is back as Brian O'Connor, now an FBI agent, um, uh, uh, officially after the events of uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. Michelle Rodriguez come back, comes back as Letty Ortiz. Uh, Jordana Brewster is back as Mia Toretto. And we got uh, newcomer John Ortiz as our... our uh, I won't say who he is. He plays Ramon Campos. He was a sort of in-between character. And then we have... Who would eventually be the breakout star Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot as Giselle Yashar. Um, this is sort of like where like people recognize her for the first time and actually got her her Wonder Woman job. And then finally we have um, Laz Alonso who plays Phoenix Calderon who is, we'll find out why he's important. So thank you Wikipedia for listing on. And of course there is, we do, and of course Sung Kang, he is back as Han Lu. Han Solo. Quick, yeah, and he it's it's um, it's quickly established that like it's in the past. Like we we get an opening sequence that like he's already Han- part of the squad. I was kind of expecting uh, to see like a recruitment, but not. He's just there. Yeah, assuming they probably when after because this is um, five years after the events of the first movie, at least at that point. So it, it's he picked them up. He picked them up somewhere, and then like uh, he tells him to go, you know, go do your own thing. He goes, I hear they're doing something crazy in Tokyo. Go watch your previous movie because nobody else did. Bye. Um, well, people did, but not nearly as much as this one. Um, so yeah, that's, that's our cast. So what is the story of Fast and the Furious 2009 or Fast 4 as a lot of people like to call it? Uh, so basically it is, um, uh, sort of, we get a very great heist opening in tradition of Fast and Furious, where they drop us into a a so either race or high speed section, uh, and um, Dom is back with Letty and a whole new team, and they're stealing gasoline. And according to them, gas is as good as gold, baby, especially in Mexico. Hey, man, have you um, seen gas prices? That shit ain't cheap. No, well, it, uh, I don't remember what gas. Well, this is like a recession time, so maybe it was. I don't remember now. It's been almost uh, four. That was fourteen years ago, um, and so. Um, God, it was 14 years ago for this one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, Jesus. Anyways, so basically, uh, they're, they're, they've been li- like they've been living the crime life. They've been you know pulling jobs, and we get this another like where they're, they're, a semi is rolling through this small, small little valley. I don't even call it a valley. Little 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 cliffside, which is two hills on each side, and where Dom, like a fucking badass. Drives right through this flaming, um, underneath a flaming eighteen uh, wheeler, uh, gas full of truck of gas. It's. I would it's dare insane. to say this is probably the most ridiculous part of this entire movie. Yeah, there's some cooler stunts later, but I think in terms of just, ri- just ridiculous, just like that's dumb. That's probably it right there. Um, like just the stone face sells it for me while he's doing this crazy bullshit. It's great. It- it's it's fantastic, um, but basically it, it it comes down to where like Dom's like uh, I'm gonna get caught. The cops are getting wiser. They know where I'm at, and I don't want you to be around me when I I get caught. I I want you to be okay. And Letty calls bullshit. 
it, you know, as she would, of like, we've been doing this for years, you know, and, and unfortunately that causes them to go their separate ways. Um, and in which case then we find our good friend uh, Brian O'Connor, uh, who is now back with the Federal Bureau of Investigation chasing down a dude um, through this, like, a very sick, almost like just a regular action movie sequence through these uh, through these apartments. He could be a dead um, ringer for the Bourne identity. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I, I would agree to that. And um, and he's looking for a name. He, to, to, to tackles this dude through, through off off a off a off a roof onto some poor person's car. It literally demolishes it. Like good lord. Um, so uh, basically. He, he screams at him, tell me a name, and we find it, it, I believe it's like, it's John it's um something Park I believe that they're that they're David Park for. David Park and so that's the name and basically the connection is is that Brian is part of the special tax force that has been assigned to take down this drug kingpin uh, basically the cartel uh, or this cartel sect that's run by this man known as Braga the Braga cartel um, and they believe this Park guy who has been who basically gets um, street racers to run, basically, I believe it's heroin, right? Uh, uh, heroin it is them. nitromethane. Nitromethane, nitromethane. okay. Um, and basically drugs. Basically high, high-end drugs. Um, They're drug mules. Now, how does Dom follow into this plot? Dom's enjoying his life. Unfortunately, Letty is not there anymore. She went, like, he, you know, respected, she went back after a while. Because we jumped to the future. And... Dom gets a call from his sister, from Mia, who hasn't heard from years, and Dom's like, you know, why are you calling me? And then he says the biggest fucking shocker in this movie, which I, I, was, I couldn't fucking believe. Letty's been murdered. It's like, oh, shit. Oh, we dang. Get a funeral. We get a funeral. Brian's there. Dom has to hide because he knows the U.S. The US government is looking for him. Uh, um, but... Dom, it's based. This movie is basically a revenge tale. He turns um, into the Punisher for the first act of this movie, pretty much. Where he is hell bent on. Uh, he, he there's a cool sequence where I might have seen this movie in my fam at my mom's house for Christmas because I remember this. I don't remember Letty dying, but uh, Letty is being ch- gets knocked off the road by somebody. We never see who it was. I thought it was The Rock because I was like, The Rock's in this one, right? Like, no, he's not. Um, and she gets blown up in her car, very similar to uh, Han in the previous movie. Um, and she's dead. They have the funeral, and Dom is pissed because it's his wife. It and he also wife. apparently has detective vision from Batman: Arkham Asylum for some reason. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's Dom. Yeah, exactly. He has that natural instinct. Um, I wonder if that Fast and the Furious game had that. That would have been dope. Probably. Um, but um, so. Dom's on a... So basically the story is... You have two stories that collide into one. Dom is on a mission of vengeance to avenge Letty and kill whoever gets in his way. He wants to find the man responsible. And Brian is basically trying to bring down the, the, the Braga cartel. And so they they come... They, they, they both try to become racers for the cartel to basically become transport mules. And they both reluct after Dom finds out who kills who killed Letty... They end up both reluctantly having to work together to not only high sixty million dollars worth of uh, nitro method, uh, nitro what was it meth nitro, nitro meth, meth. Let's call it. it's just meth yeah yeah let's just call it meth sixty million dollars worth of meth dealing with the cartel deal with the FBI 
all while trying to not keep Dom out of prison, um, for the most part. And it, it, I would say that's a fair summation of the movie, would you say? I would there's, say there's so, plenty, yeah. There's plenty of twists and turns, uh, for sure. One of them that had me go, oh, damn, um, uh, for a bit. But, uh... Overall thoughts, no spoilers. Um, Tyler, what was your thoughts after the movie finished? Um, I don't think there was a single boring part in this movie, although I do feel that uh, the pacing does kind of drag trying to do a balancing act between two different plots, although they do kind of converge a little nicely uh, towards the second act, I feel. Yeah, it does meander a bit. I'll, I'll give you that. Because like, I, I feel like they could have cut some things in this movie and it would have been fine. I would, namely a lot of the F, the, the stuff with the, the, a lot of the FBI stuff that I felt like never like it's it's just there to show that he's with the FBI and I feel like you could have cut some of that stuff. Um, yeah. The movie would have been fine. Like maybe one or two. Like Paul, like Brian's character has a has a seemingly rivalry with this one dude who he fucking punks out so hard. Um, and he and then that character whines like a baby. It's like, but he hit me first. I'm like, say it, the Cub Scouts. See the Cubs, the best line in the fucking movie. See the Cubs, guys, you're bleeding on my floor. And he's just like, God damn. Um, so, I thought it was really good. I wasn't sure what to expect. I was expecting the whole team to be here, but it's not yet. It's almost like Batman and Superman coming together for the first, uh, like after, like, like they, like they, they had a fight in the last movie, and um, then they, uh, then they come back reluctantly. And that's what I liked about this movie because this movie, much like the first one plays off Dom and Brian's relationship to a T. Yeah. It was cool to see uh, them come back together and do cool shit. Just yeah. feels like old but times, did... you know? Yeah, but I love is that the, there's that animosity immediately. Like, you could tell Dom was fucking hurt. That he, that he brought this guy in, trusted his homeboy, you know, what dated his, allowed him to date his sister, all these other things, only for him to be a, a narc and and basically ditch Mia after the after the after that movie, um, and then just like, like just that there's that constant tension between the two where like, like there's a little bit of it isn't until after they they blow up they they basically steal the cartel's meth that they kind of have that camaraderie back again. Yeah, it's only uh, when they find out that uh, they have a mutual understanding of uh, what needs to be done that they actually do work together. For the greater good, Ex- exactly for the greater good. Um, so in that sense, I-, I loved it. But let's go ahead and get right into it. Um, so Letty, Letty is murdered. I kept expecting to be a ruse because I'm like, she's not dead. And then the credits roll like, no, she's dead. No, oh shit, Letty. She's Letty super is, dead. She's dead. She's dead. Dead. Right. I can- and and there's a moment where um, Dom and and Brian are meeting up with Mia. And Dom finds a package, and I thought this was, like, the best, like, movie, because it kind of clears the air after this, because, um, like, all the tension has gone after this. At least the, that, that, um, that, that, that tension between them and that they had early on, that it turns out that the reason Letty was running for the cartel, we learned that early on. We knew Letty was running for the cart was running drugs for the cartel, but Dom finds a phone that that was the, uh, that had Letty's that had Letty's number and and it, he called it right out of curiosity and it's Brian's number so and immediately Dom is pissed we get a good like a cool fight sequence 
Brian tries to put Dom in a fucking um, like a like a MMA in a like, leg lock, like a, in a leg lock, basically uh, tries to strangle him, but Dom just fucking lifts him up and power bombs him onto the floor. Um, as if WrestleMania wasn't enough the night before for me, um, <laughs> but basically, uh, Letty was was ro- working for the FBI to clear his na- to clear Dom's name to come home. He, that's all she wanted, and unfortunately, things got a little too tense. Um, and 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 um, I I thought that was a great cathartic moment between the two. Yeah, it really um, put things in perspective between the two of them, and that they really do share the same goal. Exactly. Um, so, what did you think of Dom in this movie? Because um, considering he's basically almost like Frank Castle. Yeah, he's pretty much just the Punisher, except without the baggage of uh, a bigger dead family, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just his wife. Like, just him being the uh, anti-hero is interesting, because uh, in the first one, he was kind of the villain, but also not really. But nah, his intentions are pure, plain as day in this film, and... You totally understand why, whereas in the first one, uh, you only were spoon-fed information about him. Exactly. Um, and, and I really like that. I really like that Dom kind of sets the line immediately. Like, anybody who get without knowing more information, like, anybody who gets in my way is going to get run over. Um, I, 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 really, I really like that twist. Um, and I like that. I, 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 I really, and I really like that, like I said, the tension with Brian he has like even even as sort of like i don't want to say antagonist i guess antagonism towards each other they still had good chemistry with each other yeah for sure like they're definitely they're definitely on different sides of the pond but they can they definitely have a good sense of camaraderie but yeah exactly um and i I do like that um i like i like that dom gets caught on his bullshit a lot in this movie um you know like with letty saying you know Right, beginning of the movie, and then you know Mia calling him out several times. I do like Dom is like kind of gets knocked down or peg or two uh, before he realizes that like yeah I'm gonna need help or like I shouldn't have pushed because if he didn't he's push a badass away, but he ain't perfect. He's only human like the rest of us. Exactly. After all, you're only human. Um, you know. Uh, but I, I do like his his progression, and he does get the ending. Uh, he does get to kill Letty's killer. So. We do find out who that is. It's not it's not the the head of the cartel like I thought it would be. It's like his underling, which that makes more sense. But how he kills them is so fucking sick, um, and brutal. Um, yeah. So the big chase scene at the end. Uh, the, the the same man who killed Letty is about to kill Paul, not Paul Brian. Paul's his real name, and um, uh, Dom comes bursting out of the side of a mountain. Don't think about it. We'll explain that later. Um, and basically, he tries to shoot him through his, th- the car. Dom does hops the wheelie with his fucking vehicle, which I didn't think it was possible with a, with a car, and just smashes him with his, right into another car, just pinned, and it's like, he's dead. He's dead. He's in... I kept waiting for a quick... That guy's no. fucking dead. Yeah, that guy's dead. Also, some guy in, in those tunnels got Mortal Kombat 9 fatalitized with the cars running over their head. And we everyone else in it. there got blown up, too. Yeah, so if you want violence, you're going to get violence in this movie and just great cars flipping and shit. Um, so how did you? How do we feel about Brian coming back in this movie? Do you think... Because, like, obviously him working... They, they kind of alluded to that in the second movie where he was working with um, the FBI 
and I think no, no officer. Uh, no, the officer from the first two movies, he didn't come back this time. I was kind of hoping to see him again, but he's not. Um, what do you think about Brian going back to going like being a narc despite you know he obviously loves to do to do uh, street racing shit. Like I understand that um, he's he still wants to be a cop and do the right thing, you know, bring down criminals in the in the best way that he can, but. He's obviously working for the wrong people, as we see in this movie. They do think they do the right thing for the wrong reasons, and he realizes that a bit too late. And right, yeah, that does um, bring his um, new character arc by the end of this uh, to a head, which we'll probably see it's, later. Yeah, it's almost it's very it's almost beat for beat the character arc from the first movie, where like he's trying, like he doesn't want to bring in Dom. He's hesitant. It, it's almost the same song and dance, where he's like. I don't want to bring in Dom, and he he goes to Superior. He's like, "All right, I'll do this, but Dom's got to be cleared." And every everything to protect. He loves that homeboy. He like he um he doesn't want to admit, but he loves that homeboy. Um, Bros for life. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he he's trying to protect him despite being on the opposite side of the law. Um, uh, and it was great seeing him. You know, when they when they meet for the first time, when Dom is holding that one dude outside of a window, and, <laughs> and he has a gun to his head. It's it's fantastic. Um, but like, I like that we got some closure, uh, a little bit between Mia and, and, and Brian, where he's like, you just fucking left. Like you lied to everybody. And you can tell Brian felt like shit for doing that. Yeah. He's good at lying, but he feels awful about having to continuously lie to the people he's coming to care about. And right, you exactly. can definitely see that in Paul Walker's acting here. Oh yeah. He, he, he great performs that, that diner scene between him and Mia is, is really, really good. Um, I do like that they make up uh, towards the end because um, like, obviously he cares about her and she cares about him. So um, that, that, I thought that was nice. But um, if, if it is any like the, like they basically brought that energy from the first movie, I'm like, let's just make it about these two guys again. And that's why I think like it's so spe- I think it's so special. Um, uh, like, in, like they just play off each other so well despite being from two totally different walks of life you know for sure um all right let's talk about um our our villain who it's i did you see that twist coming i didn't see that twist coming i honestly didn't see it coming either and um it was a bit underwhelming if i'm gonna be honest yeah well, i mean i i liked it at first but i'm just like because i and it, we'll talk about him as a villain in general because i think because i think it I think it hurts him overall as a character, but we'll talk about it. So early on, we're, we're, we meet John Ortiz's character, uh, first introduced as Ramon Campos, and he's the guy who, he's like the delegate guy, the lieutenant who tells the guys, here's the deal, here's what's going to go on. And he's kind, like, he's kind of okay. He's not, I look at him and I don't think threatening, which I think is maybe the point of they were going for, but I don't, I don't, like, minor spoiler alert, I don't, I don't look at him and think cartel boss. Um... Yeah, he looks too nice for that. Yeah, he look he looks like he looks like he you would see him on Sunday morning like, hey neighbor. Like he looks like that kind of guy. Um or you would see it you would see at the at the store he he asks you how your day is going. He doesn't look mean enough either for anybody working the cartel. Maybe that's the point. So he can just walk walk in everyday life. But um we and we do uh, and and we and we're always told about um um uh, Braga, Arturo Braga, right? Or they mostly just call him Braga, and he's kind of like a ghost for the most part of this movie. Um, we mu- like Paul looks into a room where um, 
Ramon and seemingly Arturo Braga are in the same room together, um, and um, and it's like, oh, okay. Uh, and they, and Paulie, uh, Brian even pulls out like cups for DNA, and it's like that's how they think they know who it is. Like that, that's definitely him, and they think it's the they use this old guy, and they have this great um, uh, uh, standoff where all right, we get you, we get the heroines, you give us six million dollars in cash. And they're doing a facial recognition software, which I would think they would check that shit before. Like, you have his DNA, right? Like, you know, it, whatever. That was, like, the Moen Miner thing that kind of I had to, like, call bullshit on. They pulled, but it, I think it worked great for the reveal where it, the guy who they were dealing with was not Braga. And, in fact, the guy who is Braga is the guy we've been talking to this entire time. Yeah, it kind of gives me um, the boss vibes from JoJo Part 5, and I'm not going to spoil that. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll, to, I'll to, thank you, because you, you, you tend to go a lot of go in on, on JoJo a lot. Um, That's a big plot point, so I'm not going to say anything. Uh, but I, I did... I, I was like, oh, shit, that's not him! Um, uh, but then it kind of went like, oh, okay, they got to capture this guy. Uh, like... He was, he was, I think he was fine delivering, like, the message guy, but I did not believe him as, like, I believe that the old guy was the cartel guy. That, that was more believable to me than, um, for sure. the, than, than seeing the guy first. Like, um, he, uh, John Ortiz's character is, uh, much more unassuming, and again, that's probably the point, but, like, he just doesn't feel like the type of villain that would, uh, kind of supersede all of the other ones that we've seen up to this point. Right. Like, he's not as hammy as the guy in the second one. He's better than the... Not, I would even say that the one, the one in the third movie is, is better. Um, in, in all honesty. I, I would definitely say the guy in the third movie is, is, is better. Um, yeah, DK is probably better. But overall, like, he's just not that... Impressive. In fact, the guy who who killed Letty, I felt was more intimidating. And I love the moments where where Dom was basically goading him, calling him boss to his face. That guy should have been the leader, but maybe there's a reason why he. That's too but he's just a jobber, so who cares? Yeah, yeah. But he did have some nice moments. He did have some nice moments for uh, for real. Um. Uh, what did you? Uh, is it, okay. Uh, so we went over that. Um, I don't know, man. I thought that, I thought this movie had a lot of great action, great tension, great like drama. It might have meandered a little bit too much, but I think overall, I think it hit all the all the all the buttons I wanted to press in the Fast and the Furious movie. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think uh, this is the start of the crazy bullshit that we're gonna expect from this uh, franchise. Like, if the beginning sequence wasn't evidence enough. Yeah, there's some great action sequences. I love the final chase sequence, um, where they're they're basically running. They kidnap um, Braga and they're trying to take him across the U.S. border. Um, and they there's this great moment where like early on in the movie where like how the fuck do we get through border patrol? And they have the cartel has their own fucking hidden passageway through the mountains, um, which is I thought was pretty dope. Um, and uh, and and there's this great moment of chicken where Paul is like, "I hope you know where the where the where the, where the, the door is." It's like, "All right, we're about to find out." It's my hurt, and like Paul is just not afraid to die. Um, a little eerie to how he no fear, would, yeah, a little eerie to how actually would pass away. Sadly enough, um, but 
Um, great sequence through the tunnels. Um, overall, a little hard fantasy, to see, in my opinion. A little hard. I, I could agree with that, but I still, I still think once, uh, I still think overall pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and again, ending with that. Um, but we do kind. Of, we don't get a post credit scene. We get like kind of like a like just a, a final scene where. Dom is going to jail, and he, at first you think he's going to be exonerated, because, hey, he helped bring down the cartel, you know, but, like, obviously... But one right doesn't exemplify a thousand wrongs. Exactly, so we see Dom in, in a jumpsuit, in chains, on a bus, getting, 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 getting transferred to a max super prison, until we see Brian, who seemingly said, fuck the FBI once again, um... Mia and uh, I get. We don't know who the other people are. I don't believe we saw them. Uh, they were uh, part of uh, Dom's crew at the beginning. I, uh, I didn't catch their names. Okay, yeah, they're 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 not important. They're like Vince from the first movie, um, but uh, um, they're seemingly going to break Dom out of prison, and then now they're going to go on the run. Um, uh, and that's how the movie ends. That's how the movie ends. I I thought it was fantastic because I'm like. Of course, Dom. Like you know, Paul was like this is bullshit. Immediately, like get the gang together. We're gonna go bust Dom out of prison. We're not even out of prison. We're gonna bust him on a, out of transport. It's fantastic. Time to bring the family together. Let's go. Exactly. So, uh, is there anything we might have missed, Tyler? Uh, there is one little thing, but uh, it's so minor. But I did. I wanted to bring it up anyway. Greg Sipes is uh, one of the cartel racers in this. Uh, oh. If you didn't catch that. Famous voice actor who you may know as uh, Beast Boy from Teen Titans and Kevin and Ben 10. And I just oh, thought wow. that was funny. That's really, that is really funny. Hey, you get work when you can. Um, <laughs> you get work when you can. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, fantastic. It was, it, and it actually, because like, like Fat, Too Fast and Furious was fine, Tokyo Drift was fine, but like, this felt like a legit sequel. Like, to the first one, like an actual continuation, uh, which is the, this is what the rest of the movies are. They're not going to be standalone movies anymore. They're going to be um, all not connected, but they're going to lead into each other at least a little bit. This one um, definitely but, sets a standard, and I think um, it definitely benefits for um, uh, making a fresh slate. That's what I said. It's like this is like a soft reboot. Like it, it, it acknowledges what came before, but it's more about. Getting the characters back at stage one minus Letty, um, and and going back, um, I'm I'm really sad that Letty is dead. I, I did not see that coming. Um, but uh, all right, so let's go ahead and call it here. Um, when we come back next week, we're gonna we're gonna be introduced to Fast Five, in which we finally meet Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Finally, let's uh, go. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty hype. I'm looking forward to seeing that one because that's like I can't see what Batch didn't say we're gonna see in there. Um, uh, Tyler, please plug your stuff. Um, you can look for my videos on YouTube if you search for Tiger Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I also stream live on Twitch on twitch.tv slash Shoes one Check my schedule to see what the heck I'm playing. Possibly Metal Gear Solid. Maybe some other stuff. Who knows? And you can follow us at Twitter.com... Follow me at Twitter.com slash Marvel's Iggy. Catch me live at Twitch at twitch.tv slash TV slash Iggy2814 and uh, check catch all these episodes and more on um, uh, chartshow.com. Thank you for everybody for listening with us. We'll see you next week for uh, Fat, literally it's called Fast Five, for Fast Five. Um, thank you everybody. Have a good night. Race on.
Did you know that Lightning McQueen has appeared in feature films such as Cars, Cars 2, Cars 3, Toy Story 3? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.